Welcome to this week's Priority Now podcast, encouraging women to become better disciples of Jesus. Every week we hear from women just like us that are being intentional to know Jesus more and to make Him known. Here's your host, Carmen Halsey. Hi ladies, welcome to this week's Priority Now podcast. This week it's just me and you. I don't have a guest with me. I had a recording ready to go, and um, the, the the friend that I had interviewed asked Carmen, could we re-record that? She had rethought some of the, the things and thought she could speak a little bit clearer, things that she felt she wanted to share with you. So we're going to do that. And so this week we ended up without a recording, several appointments scheduled. Um, but I think that God has ordained that. So So here we are, you, me, ordinary women serving this extraordinary God. And what I wanted to do is I just wanted to come and spend a few minutes with you um, and share with you what God has spoken to me or showing me, I think, in a quiet time this week. And I hope it can it can resonate. See, every week we come together, ladies, and we say, you know, the Illinois Baptist Women community, we're just, we're just women who believe in Jesus. We want to be disciples who are on mission for Jesus. And we realize that the community is coming together and doing life together. And this has been a tough week when we look back. And there's been a lot in the community um, that, that's been hurtful. And I have seen, I have seen this community come around each other and, and extend just love and grace to, um, to, to sisters who are in this community. And that's just such a glimpse. I had a, a precious, precious friend walking through a hard time this week. And she said, you know, I've seen the church be the church. I've never felt so loved. And ladies, what an amazing statement that is. And, and you know, there may be some of you right now listening to this podcast that you're just thinking, man, Carmen, this has just been one of the toughest weeks I've ever lived. Or life is so heavy right now. It just doesn't make sense. Or I can't believe this is my life right now. And this is where I want to share with you um, an, a sister who's an ordinary woman, right? Like, like Carmen. I want to share with you um, what was part of a morning um, quiet time for me this past week. You see, this past Sunday, I had planned on doing a quick trip to Kentucky to um, visit my mother-in-law. I knew it would be a fast in-and-out trip, um, but I wanted to take flowers to the grave, and I specifically wanted to carve out a time to sit, to go to Keith's Keith's grave and my mother's grave and my father-in-law and my dad. They're all buried there together. And, of course, brought flowers. And, ladies, I know he's not there, but there's there's something about um, I wanted to just go sit, and I wanted to, to spend just some still time in that spot with God looking back over the last five to six months of my life and I wanted to celebrate what God has done the last five to six months. Many of you guys know I opened a little ice cream shop called Pugans and just as God has is, is met me in that, you know, it's been a learning curve, it's been a stretch, but getting to meet people and just how he has brought people alongside me to bring that um, dream into a reality has shown me over and over and over how God has never left me and never will, and He just provides. And and I think you guys know that, right? We can all tell our own stories. So I I, I wanted to carve out this time to go to the cemetery, to just spend a couple hours there, bring my Bible, bring some worship music. I've got playlists built, just that, you know, songs that are meaningful to me, just almost like... um, like altar stones that you know brought me through seasons of life, and was was prepared prepared to do that. Made the trip to Kentucky, and went and did a nice visit. Put the flowers on the grave, and you know I can't I can't really um, say that God spoke 
and I went in a posture really expecting to hear from him and you know Kentucky's an hour ahead of us and so I went down and I'm not really paying attention to um, the Illinois time zone because I knew I was staying overnight and I really hadn't had anything scheduled and and so I was just living on Kentucky time until the Monday morning the next day when I woke up and needed to come home and that day I had an appointment scheduled um, was going to a candy making class with some cream candy and Appalachian candy recipe and was bringing some friends with me and and I had in my mind that this would last two hours and at the end of two hours we'd be on I'd be on the road and heading back to Illinois getting home and at a good time to do the things I needed to do to be back at work on Tuesday and so that became a time that we were doing the candy class on Kentucky time and it was enjoyable but it was going longer and I kept looking at my Illinois time knowing that the Illinois time was governing me and um, so eventually got on the road and eventually late 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 Monday night got home but it was that next morning in my quiet time that God met me with something that I want to share with you guys and um, I was reading it was a set reading plan and and it took me into John chapter 12 and it was verse 23 Jesus had entered into um, um, was going into the Passover feast right he had went back it had been to um, to Bethany anyway um, it was there it was there that um, the crowds were there he the triumphal entry had happened and some Greeks had came up they said there were some Greeks among the other people and they had come up and approached some of the disciples and said we want to see Jesus and it picked up in verse 23. This is what was happening. And, and um, the, the, some of the disciples went and told Jesus, hey, there's some people here that want to see you. And here's what picks up in verse 23, John chapter 12, 23. It says, Jesus replied to them, the hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Truly, I tell you, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains by itself. But if it dies, it produces much fruit. The one who loves his life will lose it. The one who hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. If anyone serves me, he must follow me. Where I am, there my servant also will be. If anyone serves me, the Father will honor him. Now, a few short verses, friends, but it was back in 23, verse 23. I'm going to reread that. It says, Jesus replied to them, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I read that, and I've learned now when I, when I meet God in His Word, I'm in a posture of expecting Him to reveal Himself to me because I ask Him to do that. God, will you reveal yourself to me? But girls, I can't say enough about a good study Bible. <laughs> and um, just this past, I guess, two years, year, um, I have got my hands on the Tony Evans study Bible, and I absolutely love it. So routinely, as I'm reading this set reading, I will go down and read the notes. And this is where God connected some dots for me. So verse 23 said, Jesus replied to them, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. And I'm going to go back down and read the note that Tony Evans wrote in the CSB Bible. He said, um, We've seen repeatedly in John's Gospel that it was not Jesus' time or that his hour had not yet come. Jesus operated on a divine clock, but when his disciples told him that these Greeks wanted to see him, Jesus finally said, It's time. The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. The Son's glorification involves his death, resurrection, and ascension back to the Father. Just a short description of that verse Tony shared, but i got to go back, and here's what resonated. It said, Jesus operated on a divine clock. And girls, it hit me. Friends, it hit me. I'm like, Carmen, just less than 24 hours ago, you were in Kentucky that was on Eastern Standard Time, so an hour ahead of Central, which is what we're on here in Illinois. So an hour ahead. 
And when I go to Kentucky, my watch on my wrist is Illinois time, central time zone, because I'm governed. I never change it. Even when I'm on a mission trip, I never change that watch because I know I'm governed by central Illinois. My job is on central time. Um, my, my family schedule is on central time. Um, my church schedule, everything about me um, that, that is my anchor to life is on that central standard time zone. I may go for a short time and operate on a different time zone, and I need to be aware of that time zone to do the functions of what God has me to do, whether that's a candy class, whether that's a, a mission trip on the other side of the world, to show up where I need to be at different times. But it never changes the fact, friends, it never changes the fact that my life is really based on a central standard time zone because this is where I live. And as I was reading that, as I was reading that earlier in the week, that verse, it said, Jesus operated on a divine clock. And, you know, I was, I was processing, it's been a hard week, and I was processing just some of, just some of the, um, the, the life that has happened this past week. And it just so resonated with me. Father God, this world, it just, I, I just get so mad at sin. I get so mad at the brokenness. And, um, and in that moment, as I was resonating, I'm like, but you know what, Carmen? You've got to remember, you're an ambassador. We're not, this is not our home, and we're passing through. So, Carmen, the, just like Jesus says, the, the time has now come for me to be glorified. But Tony's, Tony's note helped me to remember that even though Jesus was living in earth or living on earth, he came as all man, right? All God, all man, Emmanuel, God walking with us. Even while he was doing his earthly ministry, he was living on earth, the earth time zone, but he was being governed, right? He operated on a divine clock. Think about that for a minute, friends. How many of us need to readjust the watch that's on our hand? And I told myself, Carmen, just like you just lived that, you know, for all the years, friends, I drove back and forth to Kentucky and visited parents and stuff and, and worked for several years where I'd work on this time zone and live on this time zone. It just really struck me, you know, I may operate for a while on this particular time zone, but I'm governed by a divine clock. And my eyes and your eyes always need to stay focused on that divine clock. Because it's our eyes on the divine clock that's going to help us make sense of what we see happening all around us in our culture and in our world, right? Jesus tells us, expect suffering. Jesus tells us persecution is going to come. Jesus tells us, basically, in his words, things are going to get worse, right? But when we're operating on that divine clock, when our eyes are set on Jesus knowing that there's still prophecy. There's still a prophecy in God's word that's not been fulfilled yet. The return of Jesus, and it will happen, girls. It's going to happen. By faith, I believe that's going to happen. Then stuff has to take place. But see, when I take my eyes, or when you take your eyes off of the divine clock, right, the divine calendar, and we just keep them on, on, on this earthly time zone, we begin to think, Look what's happening to me where this doesn't make sense. And where it resonated with me, and I hope it meets you today, what will it look like for us to maybe readjust our time zones or maybe for the first time realize, God, 
it's your kingdom come, not my kingdom. And the kingdom, the kingdom, friends, is being obedient to God's, God's word. He tells them, right, throughout this, throughout this gospel, he's telling them, he says, you know, you're close to the kingdom. He had just, you know, just talked to a man earlier in the scriptures. And he says, you're close to the kingdom, and the kingdom of God has come now. What he's telling us, the kingdom, is his rule, his rule over our life. It's obedient to the things that he says. And that's the way we need to be living because when we're obedient to his kingdom, right, when we know his room, we're not going to know that if we're not spending time in his word. And that's, that's our passion for discipleship, right? Getting around a table with folks and studying God's word and, and, and talking about what does it mean and what is God saying to us. And when we start to understand his rule and we line our life up behind it, that obedience to it, that's operating on a divine clock. Because that clock will strike. And just like Jesus looked, just like Jesus looked at them in that verse 23, and he said, the hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Friends, the time's going to come when God says, the time has come for Jesus' return. It's going to happen. And that's what our eyes need to be so focused on, that that's the clock that's governing our life, the divine clock, to help us make sense of everything that happens in our life, the things that, that we see, the things that we hear, the things that we experience. So today, we don't have a guest, and I think that may have been just God's divine moment on His, on His, His kingdom clock, right? Because it's been a tough week. And I think this is a week we just needed to remind each other to say, you know what, life is too hard to do alone. God does not intend us as believers to do this alone. And this is where you hear me week after week say, we are just ordinary women serving an extraordinary God. I love more than anything to get to know your stories and hear a little bit about your stories and start to connect you to other women and say, tell them about you, tell them about you, and watch how how we just meld together as a community of, of Christ followers, disciples, willing to share anything that we have to help another sister to do what God is doing through her life because it's all about Him, not about us. And I think one of the hardest things for us is to realize it's not what we're doing for God, it's, it's who we're being with God. That's what God is more interested in. And, and the, the more that, that time can pull us away, the more that family schedules can pull us away, the more that we can get distracted because something, something hurtful has hit our life, the, the, the happier the enemy is. And friends, this is where we come together as a community and we say, you know what? It may be that we, we need to come together and splint a sister when she's been broken and she's hurt. And, you know, this has been a week that, that I've had a dear sister that's been hurt and she's been broken. And I've, I've had the privilege of watching this community step in to say, we're here to splint. We're here to shelter. And I've got to see that over and over and over again. That's who we are as Illinois Baptist women. It's not just come together for fun things. It's saying we're going to do life together. We're going to share our stories. We're going to share our scars. When somebody's bleeding, we're going to come around them. We're going to share whatever resources God gives us so that you can take those resources and fulfill whatever he's doing in your life. It's not about somebody being better than this person or less than this person or smarter or more educated or the theologian or not the theologian. No, it's about ordinary women that are so common that have just had the grace extended to them and accepted salvation, what Jesus did on the cross, and making him Lord of our lives, not just Savior, Savior first 
but we're moving beyond that cross to say we're making him Lord of our life. We want his kingdom to come, his will to be done, and we want to help each other to be obedient to him so that others can come into the community. You're not meant to do it alone. That's not the church. That's not the church with the big C. So ladies, if you're not connected to the community, I tell you every week, get connected. Find us on Facebook at Illinois Baptist Women. You can look for us on Instagram at, at Illinois Baptist Women or check out our resources on the website at um, ibsa.org backslash women. We want you to come on the journey with us. Let us journey with you. Because friends, Jesus will return. And the clock on our arm, the clock that's governing our life, should be the divine clock, the kingdom clock, that knows someday the crow will, the, 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 the rooster will crow, the alarm will sound, God will look to Jesus and say, the time has come. And when he comes back this time, he won't come as suffering Savior. He will come as reigning God, all of his fulfillment glory. And we want to be ready. And we want to be do everything that we can to be a vessel, to be an ambassador that while we're living our earthly days, however many of them God has ordained for us, that we are truly living as foreigners, knowing we don't really belong here. We don't fit. So the more you feel like you're out of place, could it be that we're finally arriving could it be that we're finally getting what Jesus says when he says you're a foreigner passing through? That this world's not our home? We have to live in the present. We have to live on the earthly time zone. We've got to learn to navigate this culture, right? We don't have to be scared of it. But ultimately, girls, we're living on a kingdom time. We're living with this divine clock. And that's what we need to be aware of every single day. Every single day. And we need to remind each other of that. So my question to you this week is, I don't know what your week's been like, but I just feel like today you just need to be encouraged, challenged a little bit to say, if you're not meeting God in his word, go meet him. It's just like I told a dear friend this week, you need to lean in. You are the branch and God is the vine and you need to lead in, lean in like never before. And you have to be intentional and you need to wrap yourself around that vine. Just, just desperate to know, desperate to hang on. Ladies, that's you. That's me. That's me. We're not going to be able to survive if we're not doing everything we can to learn what it means to spend time with God and just simply be. That's what God wants. He wants us to be, not so much do. Be. How are we being with God this week? And if there's anything I can do to help you um, um, jumpstart a discipleship pathway for you or in your church, please, please reach out to me. Give me an opportunity to do that. You'll see my email, my contact information in these episode notes. So I apologize. I don't have a guest this week. Um, but you know what? You're the guest this week, right? It's, it's just us as the community hoping this meets you to encourage you. Girls, I care about you. But ultimately, God cares about you. This isn't fun and game. We're not just meeting together to have um, ladies tea. We're not just here to talk about how each other's week went. We're here to do, we're here um, to, to do spiritual battle, right? We're here to be disciples who make disciples. And if, we're, if we've not started discipling ourselves to be intentional of what that looks like, then let this be the day that you reach out and say, Carmen, I need a little help with that. And let me connect you, either myself or connect you with somebody else that can, that can give you some baby steps to jumpstart what that means. The enemy doesn't want you to go there, but girls, that's what God calls us to do. And anything short of being a disciple who's intentional to go make disciples is sin. 
because it's disobedience. And we're saying we want God's kingdom to come. Your will be done, God, here on earth as it is in heaven. Girls, I hope you have a great rest of your Friday. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Adjust that time. Adjust that time. Be aware. You live on a divine clock, right? That's what's governing your life now if you have a relationship with Jesus. Hey, can I say this? That's what's governing people's life if they don't have a relationship with Jesus because Jesus will come back, right? He will come back. Um, For believers and non-believers, we're going to experience that. So I hope you have a great rest of your Friday. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. And I'll see you back here next week with a guest on the Priority Now podcast. You've been listening to the Priority Now podcast with host Carmen Halsey. Resources mentioned today are listed in the episode notes in the podcast app. Stay connected with us through social media and our website, ibsa.org slash women.